Hello there, and welcome to Journey Through the Deckcast, where this week I offered to take over and slog through a bit of Kiva, but Garrett refused, saying that the main episodes are to just be the main three hosts, and I could not interfere in stopping his friend from suffering. So, instead, this week, in lieu of a main episode because of scheduling conflicts, we're going to discuss Toshiki Inoue who is the writer, head writer in the case of Kiva, of various common Rider series and actually more than a few anime that you might be familiar with if you are a bit of a weeb, which I can almost guarantee because you are listening to a podcast about tokusatsu. Inoue is an incredibly controversial writer, uh, as you may have heard from all of our hosts discussing Kiva, but he has also written a variety of series which went over pretty well, like Agito, the sequel to the already-covered Kuga, and Fies, which is a fan favorite among a lot of people. He's also kind of fallen off of the writer series, but still does a variety of work here and there within the television industry. And he's a nepotism hire, given that his father is Masaru Igami, who was one of the writers of the original Showa-era Common Rider series. A major man, probably the biggest. So, there's a lot of that there, and it's possible that's what got him in the door, but this is a guy who worked consistently as a episode writer, if nothing else, uh, before there were real showrunners on some of these series. From the anime industry up through tokusatsu and various films. For what it's worth, I should also mention that there are two episodes of Kiva which were not written by Inoue, and those were the two-part about the violin girl we have already covered, which you might recall our host saying had some characters acting exceedingly out of character. Now you know why. It's because they were the only two not written by the same guy who did everything else. Uh, among some of his other works, he was one of the writers on Kiba, the Ninja Scroll series, the original writer of the Galaxy Angel series, which sucks out loud, so you heard it here first, and he did a lot of little bits and pieces here and there on series you might have enjoyed, like the original Dragon Ball, Ranma One Half, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and later on, he would go on to do things like the Iron Man anime that was a joint prospect with Marvel. He's also been up and down throughout the Sentai world, but he left that and pretty much became a common Rider guy until leaving the tokusatsu genre. Among the way, I should also point out he did the... I find it to be a weird gem... Mechanical Violator Hakaider, which is basically what would happen if you transplanted a 70s tokusatsu hero into a Shin Megami Tensei game. It's pretty much explicitly that. At this point, you can probably tell that the guy obviously has some chops and experience throughout the industry, and clearly can do things. It's sort of hard to get a read on what's 
up with Kiva because it's one of two things that really gets called out among his works. The other being that he was the controversial figure who took over on the very troubled production of Kamen Rider Hibiki when it received a major retooling halfway in. The general belief on that is that incredibly flagging toy sales in that year led to a major retool and Toei brought in a guy who they thought could be very reliable for the back half of the series but the that's a story that will have to be covered a little later on this show because it's buck wild uh among other things though he also did the reboot films Common Rider the First and Common Rider the Next, which are I would say bad, but there there are definitely people who like them. They're sort of like what if we did a proto Amazon's retelling of the first two Rider series and the modern day, and I'm not so sure it works myself, but I also clearly have a very sweet affection for the original Showa series. Now, that said, let's go over what a general thing that has been his statement uh, of how he writes his characters. He has a skepticism of the integrity of the heroes. He prefers that they be... Mm, he would say calculating or flawed. I would say, um, I'm not allowed to use that word on Garrett's show. Thorny individuals. They do not trust easily. They tend to be very at odds with everyone. You will rarely get a unified front out of anything Inoue writes among the main cast. He has also claimed that a lot of his writing is inspired by mystery stories, which explains very much the gothic style of Kiva, and you have to admit he's got that down working with the costuming and set design department to give a very gothic appeal to the series and the characters when transformed. Now, whether or not that's really conveyed in what his statements are versus what came out is up for discussion, and I'm not going to say too much about that since I know that the hosts who are still going through the show do listen to these, but mm, I would definitely say that you cannot fault Kiva on style. And uh, per Garrett's incredible fears over revisiting what is one of his favorite shows, I will definitely say that Fies holds up incredibly, and again, that series was one that is completely Inoue's baby. So, as I said, the guy can write. I have even praised a few of his works here. I just... Mm, he has a tendency to go to bat for his bosses when they need someone who's willing to cross the proverbial line. And, again, the, the woman weirdness in Kiva is striking. 
You really can't deny it after a certain point. You've even heard the other hosts breaking down about it. So, yeah, um, as far as I can tell, and part of this is that my Japanese is not amazing, so I'm going machine translation and not knowing what to look for after a certain point, he seems to have retired or backed out of any kind of writing gigs that I could find in the modern age. The few episodes about Kiva in Zio were penned by him, but that also doesn't really mean that he's doing whole series anymore. The last of those I could find being over five years ago now. Um, He actually has a daughter who has begun doing some work around the franchise, but in novel format. And she goes under her own name as an alias rather than relying on the family name. So, you know, props to her for trying to Joe Hill it. And I cannot say I have seen her works, so I can't say if she is a chip off the old block or not. I will probably guess, though, that she might have a better voice for the ladies. With that, we will return next week with a new show. I know that recordings have been made, but they were not going to get out in time this week. So, I will see you around from the shadows, and hopefully we all enjoy what comes next on Journey Through the Deckcast. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>